jam-packed to the rafters. Let's go up to our ring announcer. The following podcast is scheduled for one episode and is our vantage point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. Outside, we couldn't see it from our vantage point. fans and welcome to our vantage point the retro wrestling podcast thank you guys for being with us here for episode 282 it is monday august the 8th 2022 the dog days of summer i am joe Morata, alongside michael quinn how you doing there michael how diggity another dig, week diggity dog dig diggity dog another week in the world of retro wrestling michael oh, yeah another week another week of the it here really active ever-changing topic ever-changing community and we're proud to be a part of it here we're here to romp you through that world of retro wrestling we do have some stuff in store for you uh, we're thankful that you're with us here on august the 8th for 282 before we get to the stuff that we want to remind you follow us on twitter at ovp podcast because there you're going to find daily wrestling gifts no sound and no drama at mm. ovp podcast on twitter it is important but there is sound over on our youtube channel we have one of those for daily wrestling videos and not only that every episode of the 1982 83 84 and brand new 85 canon but most importantly every episode of wbf body stars when are we not hyping that anymore oh uh, we're always gonna hype that okay and what we want you to do is go to our vantage point retro wrestling podcast on youtube and hit that bell yeah the bell as bobby Heenan would say what the hell hit the bell yeah exactly anyway that's youtube and, of course, you can email us at ovppodcast at gmail.com. That is ovppodcast at gmail.com. But, Quinn, if people want to talk to you and to me and well over a thousand other retro wrestling fanatics, where do they go? Facebook.com slash bell. It's a site that has a bell. Does it? Does, is the Facebook notification a bell? The notification's a bell. So there you go. It has a bell, too. So they're, bell. they're taking over yeah, that as bells. well. Hell's Bells. Anyway, over at hellsbells.web. <laughs> There's a search bar, oh. and you type in the search bar, our vantage point, dash, retro wrestling podcast, bing, bang, boom, tubes, gore, kafloey. Hit the join group, and you're in. The only thing we're asking you to do before you hit that button to join is agree to one rule, one rule only, Quinn, which is what? Don't be a dunderhead. I'm adding a new rule. Answer all the bell notifications okay. that you get from our group. That's a great way to do it. Yeah, I know you do that, Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. If I you, look at them. You, I do, looks, do I answer them? You don't need to. I'm not sure. You started the group. Anyway, yeah. if you want to get involved in this group, the rule, don't be a dunderhead. What that means is we want you, we know you're going to disagree on wrestling. That's that's fine. The doy. Yeah, yeah, the doy. The doy. Uh, that's expected. All we're asking you to do is not be a jerk off to each other about it. It's just not as fun when you're a right. jerk. It's not. Yeah. And that's just a true saying there. You know, you don't need to insult each other personally because one guy likes Ric Flair and one guy doesn't, for mm. example. You know, we can agree to disagree respectfully. And that's what it means to not be a dunderhead. But it is a really fun group. We really encourage that. If you have a Facebook, check it out and hit that bell. Obviously. So don't be a dunderhead. Nadoy. Yeah. Nadoy. Yeah. Now, also, if you want extra OVP content, and some people do, it's at patreon.com slash OVP podcast. Over there, what you're going to get is every episode of WWF Monday Night Raw in order. Mm -hmm. That's right. Uh, the latest one out is the March to WrestleMania 9, Quinn's favorite WrestleMania. <sighs> so you can get every episode, the Rob Bartlett Redemption Tour. Still wait until we get past that period. We're like, almost out of it. We need WrestleMania to, 9, you mean? We need to... Um, that, 
that gene like look on the video center oh I, yeah all of it's bad caesar's palace and all that yeah, stuff the greatest toki party <laughs> toki party but not only that you get every wwf pay-per-view reviewed in full audio form three three and a half hour reviews something like that and it's from wrestlemania one to the brand new one just came out this past weekend summer slam 1995 and you can tune in, tune in, obviously, on your radio, yeah. uh, to our Patreon and get every review, including that brand new SummerSlam 95 review. And hey, you want a free month of it for the rest of August? Just hit us up on Twitter at OVP Podcast or email us or message me on Facebook. Leave a YouTube comment, whatever you want to do. But it's patreon.com slash OVP Podcast for the extra stuff. And Michael Quinn, mm-hmm. we have a brand new opening segment. We do. We started it last week. Nadoy. <laughs> yeah, Nadoy. You don't get a lot of doy these days. And what we've been asking you to do, and you can continue to do this on Facebook all season long, there's a pin post, is give us a true or false question, and Quinn and I will figure out if it's true or if it's false. This segment is called, guess what, true or false. True or false. I don't know! You know what? Mike Fireball liked the Lex Luger thing, so that's good enough for me. This one's very, like, thumbs in the middle. Well, that's good. That's, that's fine. my week two rating that's of quite it right. so far. But this comes from Aaron Thomas, and he is a great fan of OVP. He uh, asks us, Quinn, true or false, the WWF way of a babyface champion is better than the Southern way, meaning a heel champion with the babyface chasing. I just finished training to the last couple of weeks. I've been training very hard, Vince, and uh, believe me, I know that Stan Stacia is one of the tough contenders on the World War Wrestling Federation. I am the man that can walk down any street, anywhere in the world, and say that I can beat any man in the world and have the guts to back it up. Ah. This, this is this is like a We've never talked about this. We've mentioned it, but we've yeah. never this is like a fundamental difference. It's something that, you know, sometimes I'm for one of them, sometimes I'm for the other, but I guess let's get down to brass tacks like over the years which yeah. one's better, I guess. So I guess the heart of the question here and maybe for anyone that's unfamiliar cuz we never know is the WWF, and even though they were an NWA territory for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Playboy Buddy Rose, no doubt looking forward to his opportunity to face the world champion Ric Flair. They always had a tradition of having a strong drawing for the Northeast babyface champion, Bruno San Martino, mm-hmm. Pedro Morales, Bob Backlund, Bob Backlund Hulk Hogan, etc. Whereas pretty much everywhere else. Maybe the AWA had Vern himself as champion for a right. long time, but then Bockwinkle. Mm-hmm. But all the NWA territories, and this is a, a completely different setup here, is they had the world champion, uh, Ric Flair being the most prominent Harley race before yeah. him, a heel traveling champion that would go to all of the territories, you know, Bob Goggle over here. Yeah. And, you know. and a local baby face is like, yep. I'm going to get your belt. Yeah, you and know? never did. And never right. ever does. Tommy Rich, you know, yanked it away once. But things like that. But isn't that the that's the draw, that's right? The is he gonna get it this time? Am exactly. I gonna be the one that's gonna get to see it live? Exactly. And that yeah. was it's coming to, the world champion's coming to your town. And your local hero is gonna take a shot yeah. at it. Yeah. Right? Your southern champion, perhaps, or yeah, whatever it might heritage. be. Heritage. <laughs> we yeah. love saying heritage, but it's true. You're looking at the Western States heritage champion. The thing that I have to say about this, as far as what's better or not, I don't know. I think you can't argue with success, and both mm-hmm. formulas were successful. This is a weird situation because it's like 
both actually made money and drew fans to arenas right. around the nation. It worked both ways. So the better question comes, I guess, more from a creative preference versus what drew money. Because, I mean, Bruno was a box office smash at the Garden, especially both reigns. Mm-hmm. Pedro actually did very well. Backlund did very well and sold at the Garden a but lot. here's the thing is from a creative standpoint, this might be the point in the, the heel champion favor, right? Because inherently, and we, we've talked about this before, is that the heels are kind of more interesting, right? I would agree. And and usually anybody they associate with is more interesting, too. A manager, yeah, a stable. Or a stable or sure. something like that. Ric Flair and the Horseman. Yeah. I would think that maybe the, the heel champion might be a cr- more creative thing, because when you look at the babyface champions, it's kind of the same formula every time. It's like, you know, the babyface gets beat up on TV and he cries and he moans and he says, you know, I'm, I'll take you on at Madison Square Garden. And then he beats him and that's it. Usually with the heel, it's always like sometimes he beats him like legit. Sometimes he cheats. Sometimes like somebody interferes. Sometimes there's like a web of fucking alliances and shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like I do. You have your babyface champion stuff that sometimes gets a little deeper, like Savage Hogan, like we talked about last sure. week. But yeah. like. I feel like that's more rare. It's more rare, but I think, you know, there's a mentality difference here. Obviously, the WWF did it as long as they did because it worked. I mean, yeah. if you think about the heel champions that were that there were from the inception of, you know, 63 onward, Ivan Koloff, three weeks. Stan Stasiak, nine days. Mm-hmm. Billy Graham was the first longer term, and he was about eight months, but even that, they ended. They didn't even do a year with that. They didn't even do a year, and then it went to Backlund. But even if you think about all the heel champions, Savage was only heel for two months as champion. Right. He was faced the rest of the time. Sergeant Slaughter, a couple of months. The first real long-term one was not until Yokozuna yeah. in 1993 and 94. See, you know what's interesting about a lot of that history is anytime they did a heel champion, it was always designed for either a big rematch at the Garden yep. or like a big a big like transition a new baby face to come along and like get it or or like in hulk's case get it back for the third or fourth time at wrestlemania or Uh something like that it's always designed to do that right it was never they never built the company around the heel champion right whereas the nwa would typically and and it makes sense for their business model because they have a lot of different territories that that they want to promote that they want to sell out right they get a fee they get whatever they got even so wcw inherited that as the in when we got into the 90s even because what's kind of, you know it's kind of funny the endless babyface champion Hulk Hogan yeah turned into the, the, the chase the heel champion Hulk Hogan and I'll tell and, you what I don't think it works when you don't have a traveling champion maybe but I how mean, many people really chased Hogan besides Sting and Luger very briefly here's the thing you know you say that on one hand but on the other hand the core of the NWO was WCW's person of the month yeah. chasing Hulk Hogan, right? Yeah, but he didn't defend the title that much. Well, Even that, that year that, that he had it, right, the first but year. They changed. even built that into the storyline, that he was ducking opponents and stuff like that. Right. And, and he was using, oh, um, you know, we got Eric Bischoff in sure. NWO, so I don't have to defend the belt. But that's a marked difference from a traveling champion that defends right. it all the time. You know what the, the other difference with that was when you look at it? We were past the era of, you know, selling out arenas Correct. and stuff. We were yes. in the era of, like, television, week-to-week, like... Right television but wwf did it with austin as a face that whole time and it worked yes so wwf what was interesting is they went back to their tried and true but i just you know i think that that mid to late 90s is an interesting study in that because wcw kept to its guns as far as we do the heel champion and wwf still kept to its guns 
for the most part that we do the babyface champion. I think the problem when you have a long-term heel champion is that if you don't have a payoff soon, it gets right. very downer. It gets very depressing. WWE was in okay, a weird spot, though, because here's the thing, is they had well, so much success in the prior decade with a long-term heel champion and Ric Flair. they were traveling, and it was a little yeah. bit different still back then. Mm-hmm. Whereas the guy that was their long-term heel champion in the 90s had creative control right. and was the biggest star in the company. Right. So it was a little bit different. However, the WWF started doing this more around 2000s and later with Triple H in 2000. But you know how it's called Triple H's Reign of Terror a couple of years later? Yeah. Do you like that? No. Why? It's just boring. Heel champion that never loses? Yeah, the issue specifically with that run was that Triple H was like overpowered, not just from a... So like, was Hulk Hogan? Yeah, but I'm saying not just from a the normal, like, he's good at wrestling perspective. It was from the, like, I'm in, you know, I'm sleeping with the boss's so daughter was Hulk Hogan. and shit. <laughs> well, not sleeping with the boss's daughter, but he was at Bischoff. I'll say this, even in the NWO times, um, Bobby was always very good at this, is that... You know, everyone thinks Hulk's ducking, but when he gets in the ring, he's, you know, he, Bobby would say this and I would always notice it. He would be like, that's, you're not dealing with a normal, that guy's really good. You know sure. what I'm saying? Like, well, putting the talent over. Right. 100%. I think that, well, did you like JBL's fucking heel run? That shit sucked. Uh, why? But also, it's a heel champion for a long time. Here's the thing is it's hard to, this style that we're talking about, it really ended when, with the death of the territories. With the death of the territories Truthfully. and the death of WCW. Yeah. Mainly because WWF at that point had to become a hybrid of like everything. It was all wrestling. So yeah. sometimes they would do the babyface thing with John Cena, for example. And sometimes they would do the long-term heel thing with Triple H. Or, and they or were, JBL. Yeah, they were just whatever the fuck direction they were going in at the time. They didn't, they weren't like, it almost was because. It was different. The business and, was different. But also because a lot of, I'm sure a lot of creative minds and business pe- wrestling business people, since there was only one game in town, were you know, in Vince's ear and, you know, they were just kind of like doing whatever, whoever was in charge at the time. Maybe, right? Quinn. I think for the WWF, it's always better than when they have a face. WWF? WWF. Yeah. Think about the marketability aspect and why they did what they did. With, with, with Bruno, and again, I know it was much smaller back then and they were in NWA territory for some of that run mm-hmm. in the 70s. But with Bruno, he was a bit of a local celebrity. You know, right. the, the Frank Sinatra liked him and shit like that, yeah. right? But the, he had name value at the Garden. And then even all the way up to Backland. I know we crap on Backland 82, 83, but Backland was very over before that. Late right? 70s, yeah. Late 70s into 80s. But then Hogan, right? Mm-hmm. Now they have a guy that's not only got the allure of like a Bruno and but a he's Backland, national, too. But now he's national. So, of course, they're going to run with that formula because now you're marketing a superhero instead of a supervillain. Right. I'll say this. I think what's interesting about all of this is that if you look at it, if you stand back for a second, the heel way of doing it is a creative risk, but with a huge payoff. For example, take when Dusty Rhodes beat Ric Flair. It's like such a big fucking deal. Or when Hulk Hogan lost Lex Luger, you know, or when Ric Flair beat Harley Race. You're taking a creative risk and you might have a massive payoff. On the other hand, you're taking that risk and you might get Sting or you might get, uh, <laughs> you know, Ric Flair and uh, who's some of the losers he lost to? Ronnie, Ronnie, Garvin. Ronnie Garvin. or something. You know what I'm saying? I know what you like, mean. So it's like you're taking a creative risk Tommy Rich. For, for a possibly much larger payoff. Whereas with the babyface scenario, it's it's kind of less risk adverse, is it not? Like you just you could. 
trying to put the belt on the guy endlessly until he gets old and he has to like retire practically because until if get- everyone fucking loves him. You don't really have to do anything but have him win every month. Exactly. And what it allows you to do is it allows you to cycle through new heels. Yeah. That challenge of the champion. But I get the territory. I'm not saying one's better than the other. I really don't know how to answer this because the territory way, it only made sense. Every local territory had their top star. Right. Which was a baby face, right? You were forced to structure it that way, right? Right. Because it's much more exciting to have the heel champion coming to your town and your guy is going to take him on. We don't like him. Right. You don't want the babyface champion coming in to take on your heel. Yeah. You know, that's that's weird. You know? Well, I mean, I guess. I'm, I'm not I'm, saying it didn't happen. I'm, I'm sure there were scenarios where, like, the babyface champion was like, I'm coming to stop that guy who's been terrorizing you, right? Like, oh, that's, you, you know, know what? They, they could do it that that's way. That's a great angle. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I'm, I'm, we're not the most knowledgeable people on the territory, so. Yeah, again, I'm sure that happened, though. Like, come on. Like, yeah. they, they, they did everything under the sun in, the, in the fucking territories. That's true. And you want to argue that the schedule for the traveling champions is a lot harder. Hey, that's fair. And certainly a lot of people grew up with that style and appreciate it. I think specifically for the WWF, though, I've always enjoyed the product more mm-hmm. when, even though it can get boring and status quo when it's a face champion. I just think that is, they were always yeah. better at that to me. That's also just probably like, who knows? I mean, we know that, um, I know we haven't brought it up a lot on this show, but we know how Vince McMahon has left. Who knows? Wait, over- really? Yeah, but who knows over the years who's going to now be in charge of creative. Maybe, maybe it's possible that WWF can get somebody that can properly do the heel thing you never know right i mean it, who the hell knows who's gonna now to me it's a it's an open question how they they book things going forward it's possible that maybe the heel champion thing could could work again in the future that's fair quinn i think that uh that it was bo- they were both good is my yeah. official answer i don't know if i have a true or a false on this yeah i i think the biggest difference to me is i i always love those you get more better moments when that long-term heel loses. That is one thing that you do get, that you don't have that same satisfaction with the face retaining. Yeah, like when you see a guy that's for years, like Ric Flair, and he would cheat to win and stuff, and Dusty Rhodes, like the exact opposite of him, this the common man and yada, 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 and and he beats him, and the whole play, the roof blows off the place because they can't believe it. Good point. You know what I mean? Like like, They're like, he did it. Like, he stopped him. You know, and there is merit to that, Quinn, because even Steve Austin always said that he felt he was better when he was chasing, right? not when he was a champion. You know, that whole mm-hmm. run-up to winning the world title might be some of his best work. Absolutely. You know, character work, anyway. And even even when Brett was sort of chasing the belt when he was initially heel. Yeah, before and he was Undertaker. Like fucking angry and yeah. shit. That Wheelchair was Brett. up to WrestleMania or SummerSlam, for yeah. that matter, yeah. was just fucking great, right? Because he's just like, I want my fucking belt back. It's true. I mean, even with Daniel Bryan, when yeah. he was chasing it, the chase, there is something about the chase. Right. And so with the with the other method with the heel champion, you're like engineering an endless chase, right? That I guess that's the mastery of how to book it, right? That's it's a like, great point. It's like, how do you keep the chase interesting? Because the chase is the best part, but you can't do the chase forever, but you also like... Right. You have to pay it off the right way. Right. Or else you have Starcade 97. And you got it. And you right? got... It's right. almost like you have to like have a good roster and you have to know like, okay... Like, if we're going to take it off the long-term heel champion, we have to plan 
two steps ahead because we have to make sure we get it off this baby face pretty quick, but also like it not be like awful for the fans. Like, yep. you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, it's totally, it's a totally like different craft yeah. in a, in a sense. Right. I, I, I agree with you. And yeah. obviously we should just be bookers cause we're so smart. Right. I mean, <laughs> yeah. we're so good at this. No, but in all seriousness, I think it's a great question and something that we've never in all these years of doing this, we never really talked about in detail. So thank you, Aaron Thomas mm-hmm. for that. I really do appreciate that one. Folks, let us know what you think. Is the babyface mentality better, true or false, than the heel Southern style? I don't have an official. My answer is I think they're both good at the right time, you know, yeah. in, their, in their own time and place. Quinn, I mean. Yeah, to me, there is no true or false here, unfortunately. Good um, question. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but, but at the same time, it's like, I think to some people, it's, you know, babyface true or heel true oh, yeah, like, yeah. or, you know, false for the other, you know. But I think it's all in the eye of the beholder. It's, and it's all just in the moment. Right, it's all just like how it's handled. That's the biggest thing you know? for me. Because yeah. even the baby face shit could suck too. Even though even the heel stuff can suck too. Oh, like yeah. They both can suck. Yeah, you know they can both be great. Like I said, I think the biggest thing that came out of this discussion is I, I think we both agreed one is more risky than the other, but it has the bigger payoff. But one's more safe. But yeah. It has more like consistently consistent marketing and, yeah. Yeah, and things like that. But what's most important is the friends we make along the yes. way. Uh, so, folks, there will be a down and dirty poll on our Facebook, and you can vote true or false for this question. Keep your questions coming all season long here. We really do appreciate them. And guess what, Quinn? Mm-hmm. When we come back, 1985 continues on the canon. Week, week number two, January 12th, 1985. Get it on video or keep listening for the audio version. But the 1985 canon is coming up right after this. I didn't think that there was anything on the face of the earth that would ever push me to do what I'm going to do right now. But Flair, you have pushed me as far as you're going to push. Right here is $25,000. And it goes to any human being that can eliminate Ric Flair from wrestling. Take a look at it, Paul Jones, you and your whole entourage of people, Dick Slater, Kabuki, the names, the list, it goes on and on. Any human being that can eliminate Ric Flair for me has got $25,000 cash. I'll give it to any living human being. Jack Briscoe, you are world's champion. You took the belt from me. You're the man. You can do it. It's here for you. Come and get it, please. Somebody take the damn money. I want rid of Flair. Hello, wrestling fans. While we're on a break here, just a quick reminder to check out some friends of the show. These are other independent wrestling podcasts. We want you to check them out. Start with Booking the Territory. This will get you everything for your southern fried, very classy, unprofessional wrestling coverage of the NWA, WCW. It is Booking the Territory. 
and check out GFA Live with Peter Winson and Kathy as they trek you through some classic episodes of WWF television, maybe a movie you never know. So check out our friends of the show. It is Book in the Territory and GFA Live. Yeah, hello, wrestling fans, and welcome to the 1985 Canon. My name is Joe Murata. That guy is Michael Quinn. Howdy. How you doing there, Michael? Hi. Well, those of you on YouTube, welcome to our YouTube channel. If you haven't subscribed yet, go ahead and hit that bell, as they say. Bell.com. Bell.com. We should say hit that ring bell. Ring the bell. Yeah, no, no, like ring bell, like wrestling, you see? We're, we're real clever. Yeah, we're really clever. You can please keep watching. Do they, uh, do, does the YouTube.web, do they let us um, customize what the bell looks like? Maybe we can make it look so. like a wrestling bell? I don't think we have enough mm. clout for that YouTube, one. YouTube, YouTube. Come on, come on. Anyway, thank you guys for being with us here. It is Monday, August the 8th, 2022. And you might be listening on our audio show. If you're watching, you're like, what? Audio? Yeah, we have an audio podcast. Our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast, has been coming out since 2016. It's old. It's old, yes, yeah. uh, like many of us are. And you can find it on your favorite podcast application. We talk about all sorts of stuff. We, this is for episode 282. We've been doing it a really long time. So if you want more Retro Wrestling talk, our Vantage Point, Retro Wrestling Podcast. And a reminder, whether you're on the video or the audio... If you want extra OVP, which includes the 1993 Monday Night Raw version of the same show that we're doing, except it's 93 instead of 85, patreon.com slash OVP podcast. Give it a check. It's in the uh, description here on the yeah, YouTube video. You'll see it. You'll see it down there. Look down. Check it out. See if you like it. If not, it's fine. We understand. But we are here for January 12th, 1985 Championship Wrestling. And Quinn, that means the calendar. The calendar, baby. Let's see what we got this week. Mm, I always got to go past the second page. It's very awkward. Yes, I know. Is that weird December? We like, had why December 84. Yeah. Um, okay, we got one birthday this week on uh, today, actually, the 12th, right? Uh, yeah, who this do we is, got? Uh, Brian Blair. It's his birthday. Wow. He's very working here right now. Once I haven't seen him in him, weeks. Like September? It's been, it's been a long time. Like late 84. It was eight, 84. It but. was like right before that Tonga Kid stuff started. Oh, I love the like, I think that's kid. why he got like swept off because he was like the lowest tier angle. So it's kind of like they pushed good him off. I'd rather. Yeah. Uh, now, if you're just joining us here on the canon, you can watch every prior episode. We have playlists for 82, 83, 84. And obviously last week we started 85. Want to be up front here. Still taped in 1984, okay? Mm -hmm. December 17th, uh, we, 84. We haven't crawled out yet. We have not. This is from the same uh, taping cycle as last I thought, time. I thought we crawled out. No crawling. No, uh, okay. we're still laying Next here like week? babies. No. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. We got a couple more weeks of 84 a still. Couple a couple more weeks? More. They did a big taping. Probably Holy because month. of the holidays. Did so like they a did, whole month? I think so. Jeez. Uh, the latest development, though, is that Hillbilly Jim, as he's officially known now. He's a wrestler now. He is training with Hulk Hogan to become a wrestler. Well, that's a big after deal. his big you know, save there. Well, you know, he did save him a couple weeks he did, back. He, he made the save. So uh, it's. It, I want to see what he can do in the ring. Between those ropes. Yeah. Uh, we have not seen Andre the Giant and his new haircut yet. 
No. He's very shy about it. Yeah. Very coy. Yeah, and the bag of hair still exists. Oh, it's still being carted around. We did see Dr. D, David Schultz, so that was encouraging. I'm how many more how many more weeks? Not long. After that incident. Uh, and we were promised, Quinn, that we would have footage from the Madison Square Garden show from December 28th. Something, Are they going to show John Stossel getting beat up uh, by Dr. Uh, that D? That would be great, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, we know what happened because two weeks ago we actually saw that. Right. Uh, we'll get to see it in We're official. We're caught up already. We're caught up, but the canon itself will get caught up. Right. Uh, without any further ado, let's bring up the ketchup scope here in three, two, one. Stossel. Ketchup. Ketchup. There he is, Mr. Ketchup himself. So th- <laughs> thank you for putting some mustard on this episode as we uh, go through WWF Championship Wrestling. January the 12th, 1985. Would it make Hulk Hogan the hot dog if like, he's got ketchup and mustard colors? Yeah, I think so. That's what it is, mm. right? Yeah, I guess. Isn't that? That's what I've always understood. Yeah. He is a hot dogger. Yeah. Grandstander. They also call him a goblin sometimes on the internet. Well, the orange goblin, I've yeah. heard Scott Keith used to say. Yeah. Was Scott Keith, he was definitely watching by this point, right? I think 86. Really? Hmm. I thought Scott was in this year. This is from Canada. Yeah. You never know. A little delayed. Right, Kelly Smallwood? Yeah, but uh, anyway, let's see what we got in store here and over there. Yeah, I'm just just hitting your mic. Just no adjusting it, actually. It's better that way. It's closer to your beak. Oh, I don't know how to stand. I clenched my fist. How much longer until Vince hates him? When they get Jesse. It's probably... Wait, Tonga Kid? Is that what he said? I think so. And yet another workout uh, session. I don't know if they were ever friends, Vincent and uh, yeah. Bruno. It's cordial. World Wrestling Federation champion Hulk Hogan's working out with Hillbilly today. Big Jim. I'll tell you what, Big Jim is going right through them. So wait, is he Hillbilly Jim or Big Jim? He's, he's Hillbilly they said Jim. They call him a Hillbilly and they've called him Jim. Is he Hillbilly Jim? He's officially Hillbilly Jim. Yeah. Oh, Big John Stud. Oh, they're tagging again. With the limping Ken Patera. Mm-hmm. He said Olympian. Let's take you up to ringside to begin the first matchup. Okay. The quality change that I made to Bita. What do we got here? That is somebody who's dirty, obviously. Yeah. Who is that? Oh, we, I've seen him. He's stinks. Yeah. Mm. But I don't know if his hair was yellow. Oh, maybe that's the change. Maybe. Oh, there he is. The Tonga kid. I love him so much. If you're new here, we absolutely love the he's Tonga done, Kid. He's done very good since he's popped in here. He really has, man. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of better than Jimmy Snuka, if you ask me. Lately, uh, yeah. yeah, not as murderous. You know, yeah. there's some good qualities about him. I also, he's better at talking. He's much better at talking. Yeah. I mean, mo, mo, my son is better at talking than Jimmy Snuka, though. Uh, Vinny, Gumbel, <laughs> and Ronnie Piper. Anyway, oh, Mike Powers going for the attack here <laughs> early on. <laughs> Not a smart move as Tonga Kid fires away. Yeah. Festive purple tights, Gilberto Roman, the referee, snap mare by the Tonga Kid. dark on this footage. Yeah, the beta yeah. quality, the, the color correct, the gamma. Yeah. Anyway. Just need some post-production on this does. shit. Richard, no. Uh, Irish whip. I'm sure some talented Whoa. video editor could, like, fuck with this shit to make it look better. It's just color correction. Yeah. That's literally all you need to do. Yeah. Uh, chin lock here by Tonga. What I don't see, that's, you know, these tape collectors. We like to talk about them all the time. But you guys should, um, you guys should tag team with some of these talented video editors out there and kind of remaster, if you will. Yeah, or that would it, be a good cool. Or thing, you can right? uh, remaster the audio track also. Yeah, I'm with just, a uh, just talented like, audio editor. Yeah, maybe that's the next generation of um, tape collecting, of tape preservation, tape, and tape collecting, restoring. 
I like you know? that, Quinn. There you go. You know what I don't like? What? That we know that Tonga Kid is not long for this company. It's sad. I don't know exactly Richard what it gave is. Richard us a warning, he didn't did. he? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what it is, but I don't think it's much longer. That's a... That's very sad. What I mean, we're still technically in 84 here anyway, yeah. so it doesn't. this doesn't count. This doesn't count. Shoulder block by the kid. Mm -hmm. Mike Powers is not... This isn't... He's not good. Yeah, he stinks. <laughs> Body slam by the kid. Yeah, a little floppy. A little, a little puffy. Fist drop. I think, I think this is going to be a quick match. Pin him with that. Why not? Cover two. No. Ugh. I think he wants to jump on him, but like... I think he sent him up to jump on him. Does he do? He doesn't do a splash, right? Headbutt? Just some jumpy something or other. I don't remember. He does jump. Yeah. That I know. Side headlock again by the kid. This now, is the definition did, of not giving did, him spots. Where did Tonga Kid go after this? Uh, I don't know. territory or something, obviously, but like Someone will tell one? us, because I really, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I know it wasn't too long before he was in uh, the Samoan SWAT team. Well, that was like 89, No, right? that, yeah, as much As Samoan further. Savage. Yeah. We got like four years till that happens. Yeah. He was Simone Savage, yeah. right? Oh, look at this dancing. Oh, beautiful. Oh, nice. Oh, and he Snooka turned it into chop. a chop there. Yep, Carrot Top liked it over there in the audience. I think the audience like everything this guy does. He's good. Yeah. And back to the chin lock. Really? Now he's Rikishi's brother? Twin or brother. Twin brother. Yep. Okay. Sam Fatu. Right. Remember when he first came in, he was like something, he had a different Why are name. They, are they Simone SWAT team or who's... What's... Technically, Fatu and Samu were Samoan SWAT team, but he was also part of it sometimes as Samoan Savage. Mm, I see. I see. He's also... But did he ever team with, with, with Rikishi Fatu? Just the two of them? I'm sure they did, but I don't know they had an official team. Yeah. He's the one at Heroes of Wrestling, though. Oh, is he In the now? Samoan SWAT team. It's him and Samu. Oh. It's not Rikishi, because he was back in WWF by then. I feel like Samoan SWAT team is just their interchangeable, like, not WF name. Like, it could be any combination of anybody in the family. It's pretty much the head shrinkers in the NWA, in WCW. Yeah. Or wherever else they but like were. Like you said, sometimes, like, sometimes he's Tonga there kids sometimes. in it. Like, yeah, like, it's just, it's whatever the fuck. Remember when, I, know, I love the story, and I didn't know this until the last year or two, where, um, Fatu, I think it was Fatu that was injured on a West Coast tour in 94, and they just had... Oh, right. And then Tama film, but he made it to the Superstars intro. They somehow, like, that was something they filmed or something, and yes. they just, like, stuck in it. <laughs> He's in but, the intro. If you've never seen that, yeah. folks, the 94 intro. Here he goes, all the way up. What do we got? I think a headbutt here, yeah. Huge headbutt. That'll do it. One, I can always tell by two. the distance, because Jimmy Snuka does the same thing. Yes, he does. Now, do you think, you know, I'm thinking about it here, nice right? Nice win for the kid. Tonga Kid is more the style of Snuka. Do you think... You know, we, we don't give Snooka enough credit for obvious reasons, but um, he did kind of open it up for, like, having a top guy as your jumpy guy also. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, he, like I think that's, like, why he's considered so... He was influential and influential he was very popular. revolutionary, right? Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Uh, we're happy... We, but we've watched his whole WWF run. For the most part, yeah. I mean, his syndicated... Why does he look old in that picture? Because he is that's old. Like from now. Snooka? Or from 85. Snooka? Yeah, he is old. looked like it was, that was like 1997 Snooka. Oh. Like, what the fuck? One of those future time traveler come back with that picture? Possible. <laughs> I really like Bruno. He's so earnest. Don't you like him, Quinn? He's not bad. Yeah, all right. He's not bad. I'm kind of waiting for Jesse, though. When does that happen? 
On Superstars? On Championship. Isn't he on Championship, too? No. Well, uh, he subs a couple of times, I yeah. think, but he's not regular, no. Mm. But he will, we will see him. It comes with the name change, mm-hmm. Jesse. Yeah, it's not until September of 86. Wow. He's doing a primetime, remember? Hey, Jack Reynolds. I can't I like wrestle. the song playing right now. What is it now? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why can't I get the name in my head right now? Somebody's making fun of me as they're watching this. Same here, because I can't think of it. Oh, Studio 54 again. It's my life. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I don't know. A flock of seagulls or some shit? I can't remember. I know the song. All right, so we're here at Studio didn't we, 54. What? Didn't we see this? There's Not all something of it. from it? I don't think we saw all of it. Oh, okay. So Studio 54 in the mid 80s yeah. when it like, doesn't fucking matter anymore. Right. Albano's in there with Lopper and Hogan, and Hogan wants to shake Hogan. Uh, Albano wants to shake Hogan's hand. Yeah, now they're friends. Remember, calcium deposit. Oh, right. They, sh- they did a surgery or something. Real. Now he's face. It's real. This must have been fun to be at, though, don't you yeah. think? You know what's weird? Cocaine? That, like, yeah, well, Studio 54, like, mainly went under because they f- they found, like, tons of cocaine, like, behind the walls well, and registers and shit. Gotta like, keep it somewhere. Yeah. It's, <laughs> the, co- they, they, the cops got tipped off and... Some people think it was planted to, like, put them out of business or something. Like, I don't know. It's a whole thing. There's, like, a documentary about it. Hey. Yeah. It's... it's Cocaine's hell of a drug, I've heard. Yeah. Actually, like, the two guys who owned it went to jail for, like, a year or some shit. For what? Tax evasion? I believe so. It always like is. Officially, but it always I, is. I don't know if the cocaine was part of the charges. It never is. I'm sure some Studio 54 <laughs> historian watching this can correct my mistakes. I hope so. But as hey. Joe Murto stands around here. Big Joe Murto. Stinks. I don't like He's him. He's great. Again, what I'd rather guy. just have the Baron back. He's like the same thing as him. No, Murto's different than the Baron. Hey, look. Mm. Greg Valentine. Nope. Fake Ric Flair. We stop with that over there, fake Ric Flair. Bell. He didn't have like, to wrestle at seventy-three. Yeah. Well, if he does. Well, actually, years. don't even <laughs> don't even question Greg Valentine. Yeah, he, look, he looks seventy-three in nineteen ninety-five. Do you think he <laughs> takes longer to get warmed up now or shorter in his current age? I don't. Because he's been warming up for so long. It probably just takes just just still, as long. Still fifteen, 15 huh? minutes. Yeah. If you're new around here, Quinn, for inexplicable reasons, does not like Greg Valentine, even though he's a great wrestler. He's bootleg Ric Flair. He's he the same fucking not. thing, we Joe. We went over this. They started together. Yeah, but he, he just, they both do the same shit, and Ric Flair's better at no, it. No, they don't do... <laughs> he is ugly. That's that's a truthful sign there. I also like that it sounded loosely, so that little girl definitely made that. Her dad was like, we're going to the matches tonight, make a sign. And like she's like in like after school program, like putting the shit together. I also like that she attempted bubble letters with the G and oh, the and R, said, but gave fuck up. It at the, on the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're listening on the audio, we are looking at a, a little girl holding up a loose leaf with Greg Valentine is ugly written yeah. on it. Uh, Good. If you're... <laughs> If you're listening on the audio and you don't want to and you want to watch this, just do it. It's on YouTube. It's free. You can do it. Anyway, I'm tired of this Greg Valentine is boot like Ric Flair bullshit, Quinn. It's not true. It's not true. It might be. I don't think it is. Yeah. I think Greg Valentine's a very different wrestler. I know they do a couple of the same things. Master of the Four Tito. 
Maybe it's the look that really just like I can't with it. But again, like, I, that's, they, that's what really is the tip off, right? Is wearing like, robes at the exact same, same time. Same purple robe, same fucking hair. Not the same hair. It's Greg Valentine has dirty. It's mom similar hair. Yeah, because he's bootleg. What is that supposed to mean? He doesn't wear he his like tights are similar-ish. I he, Rick Flair does wear knee pads. I'll now you're it. now you're that, reaching. His tights a, are similar. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, about? underwear pants and the fucking... Every, it, it, how many other people? The Joe Murdo's wearing underwear and, pants. And his initials are on his boots. So are Paul just Orndorff's like just Flair. backwards or whatever. RF, and, and now it's GV. Yeah, well, maybe... You ever think that maybe Ric Flair took cues from Greg Valentine? Maybe, but he's better at it. It doesn't make him bootleg. <laughs> doesn't make Valentine bootleg. It's kind of like Greg Valentine's the Marty Jannetty of, like, the, the, the Flair Rockers or whatever they would be called, their tag team. I don't know. <laughs> The flare guns. Yeah. Um, no, <laughs> if anyone's a boo like Ric Flair, it's Buddy Landell. That's true. And if anyone is a boo like Nature Boy, it's Ric Flair. That's true. Because of Buddy Rogers. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to hear any of this crap. It's it's like third tier bootleg at this point. Yeah, but I'm like, just saying, Ric Flair, when, when he got done imitating Dusty Rhodes mm-hmm. and calling himself Ramblin' Ricky Rhodes and being a big guy because he had the plane crash. Who did he then decide to emulate? Buddy Rogers. And take the Wait, name can from. I, can I ask a question? And use the finisher of. Just to, here's a serious question. What? Do you think Ric Flair, because uh, I do, uh, he definitely like exceeded Buddy Rogers, right? Like he's he's just better. Like, well, well, hey, you asked two different questions. Yeah. Exceeded and is just yeah. better. Well, exceed, one, one, ex- one is subjective. Exceeded is kind of like he, by virtue of exceeding him, he had to be better than him. No, hang on, not necessarily. What? I mean, McDonald's exceeds the sales of fancy restaurants. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean they're better. Okay, Ric Flair, mm-hmm. clearly more successful. Right, clearly had a long term, longer legacy, uh, more endurance. Not lately, but for the most part, had a more enduring legacy. Yeah, because Buddy Rogers kind of stopped really wrestling in the sixties, seventies. Did he wrestle he until the seventies? Oh, yeah. he did. He wrestled until the nineties. Right, but I'm saying like regular, like, probably yeah. the '70s. I yeah. don't remember off the top of my head. Um, I, better is here's to, some more Ric Flair shit right there. Yeah, I'm just Buddy Rogers, you mean? Yeah. Um, better is still subjective, but more successful, more enduring, bigger legacy. Ric Flair. Yeah. I would say Ric Flair is definitely a better wrestler than Greg Valentine. That's like not even questionable. Depends on what you like in a wrestler. Some people don't like Flair's style of. Uh, Psychology. He's got his stuff, just like any, you know, Brett yeah. Hart, Shawn Michaels. They all got their moves. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm not saying Greg Valentine's better. I'm saying a lot no. of this is still subjective. It's not, you can't like, there's no objective. You don't win a fucking award unless it's from, you know, the observer for being a better wrestler. Like, one no thing. one comes down and says, congratulations. I'll tell you one thing. If there was two shows in my town, right? And Greg Valentine was main inventing one of them. And the other one, Ric Flair, was main eventing. I'd go to the I, Flair one, I, too, I'd baby. I'd go to the Ric Flair I'm one. I'm with you, man. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm not I'm not at all putting Greg Valentine's charisma or drawing power up against yeah. Ric Flair's. Uh-huh. I'm just saying, he's his own thing that happens to be somewhere because they started... They were a team, and they kind of started around the same time. Valentine maybe a hair earlier. How would that even work if both their finishers are figure fours? Like, how do you tag team and, like, win with that shit? Well, it's a figure eight. Sorry. 
Anyway, let's go to Mean Gene. Saturday night, February the 2nd, here in Boston at the Boston Garden. Fantastic. Rick Flair isn't going to be there. Valentine will. In the return, Bob, it is going to be a Texas Tornado-style tag team, Bob. Really? Foreman of the ring all at once. Terry Von Eric going to be there? Stop it. Ken Patera, big John Studd. On the other side, the Junkyard Dog and Andre the Giant. In addition... That's probably a very... Well, they never do Texas Tornado-style. That's probably a well-regarded match. Some crowd was happy about it. That's what I mean, yeah. I had to bring in... Oh, Wendy Richter's here. ladies champion here in the World Wrestling Federation. I like her. All stylish. Thanks Cindy member. She keeps saying it. Cindy's been doing my wardrobe. And Judy Martin to challenge you for this coveted Judy Martin, fuck you. I didn't even know anything about this, like, Judy Martin feud in between. Like, WrestleMania. I didn't either. The fuck? It's been going on for, like, a couple months now. It has. What the fuck with the Judy Martin feud? Hey, man, I'm fine with it. Now I understand why she was in the Golden Girls or whatever. Blanche. I've seen this... This young lady in action Dude, many times. Martin's time. pretty sassy in the ring, man. You gotta, fuck her. You gotta fucking watch out. I know. We saw her. Yeah. She's not above bending or breaking a rule. See? That's for sure. I can't sell Judy Martin short. Um, I'm sure she studied a lot Damn of Moolah's right. tactics, yep. and she does a lot of the same things that Moolah does. But I'm you have to, myself. right? If Moolah trains you like hard. she makes you wrestle like her. Is Judy Martin from the Moolah school? I think so. All right. I thank you very almost much. everyone was. I know almost everyone. I'm sure there was some people who weren't. Oh, Japan. But Sherry, was she in that? Yeah. <laughs> what is this? Hey, wait a minute. Isn't she a very attractive lady? Yeah, probably for you and Marie she is because you are Persian. Please hold this one. I have something to say what? to that Boston Persian people. Boston Persian. Why is he amazing? <laughs> oh, <my laughs> God, fuck. Fucking funny. Yeah. Oh. Another thing I, I didn't grab onto. Is that how funny he was? Yeah. yeah me neither. Been the University Syracuse, right? Microtone from Syracuse. Uh, Syracuse University. Exactly. It, but remember. <laughs> Mr. Rotondo. <laughs> well, he has a problem with him. Thank you. Didn't have it. And that was that Iranian coach. Because American coach, that didn't know nothing to help you. So we have a better coach. That's what we're fighting I'm over. <laughs> yes. My coach better than your coach. <laughs> coach stinks. People, but I confirm. And what is my? They start yelling soon. Watch out. I'd be more than happy, and especially oh. this is the home of Harvard University. Exactly. As many other <laughs> exactly. Gene loves interviewing him. You can tell. I know. It's like a good pairing. If Gene mean. <laughs> That. Also in the 1968 Olympics in Mexico City. Mexico. Mexico. Another tournament in Turkey. I heard it. How about the vote? Oh How boy. Yes. Oh. Chad Wimpens. Right. How about that? Tell it. Tell it. And also oh. a former World Wrestling Federation. That got turned up real quick. Hunt. You want to make sure that reputation come wrestling with the chic? After you're done with me, your bubble not gonna recognize you, your neighbor not gonna recognize you, and after that, I'm gonna spit your <laughs> I love how Gene does He's that. He's awesome. He, th that's such a good pairing. Oh, what is this? Back, Back in his kitchen. Rusty kitchen, yeah. Hulk's pre-millions kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's why he's doing the pose. Oh, see, that it's the origin stories, Joe. What does that pose mean? 
Does it mean like look at I my? I think no, because I remember know he's really ba- a- he's bad at anything athletic. So he's like show your muscles, oh. and he's like shitty at it. I know there is a name for it. Tony Legday can tell us because yeah. he's told us before. Like Vince once said it's the most muscular. most muscular. Yeah, but that's not how you're supposed. He's doing it wrong. Tony, but I think again. Right? Remember, the whole, he's bad at it. He's just not. He's not athletic. That's what right, they're kind of selling. He's clumsy, right? So right. Like, you have him do anything remotely athletic, even down to like muscle posing. He's bad at it. Remember when he came out at uh, WrestleMania Re- three and no, he does it? No, WrestleMania X seven. Oh yeah, and he, he still looks did it. The exact same. Oh yeah, he didn't age a day. It was amazing, and he did the pose and everything, and it was so good. Anyway, let's see. You look like one of them bears. Turn around. Yeah, see, that's what it is. He's trying to pretend that he doesn't know how to pose. Okay. Now we understand. Perfect. Yeah. See, Hogan's being, like, very fine in all of this. He's not... He's good. Yeah, but... I don't know. What? I'm just... I'm just hoping he doesn't get a little condescending with, with Hillbilly hair. He's been very nice to him. He has. I'll give him credit. He's trying to help the guy out. That looks like my grandparents' kitchen. The ca- the like the cabinets or whatever, that's like a very 80s design. Yes, it is. Where the, the, the handle's underneath yep, on the bottom. With the wood trim. Yeah. All right, where are we going now? Back to the gym? Are they going to be jogging and shit? No. Okay, so Hogan's showing them again uh, weightlifting. I think this is just the clip from before, but they're playing music over it, Joe. Uh, no, it's a... I mean, it's probably all filmed at the same time, yeah. but it's different. See, look, he's, is he getting better at it? He was very bad last time. It uh, wasn't that he couldn't lift it. He had, like, no balance. Yeah. Like, right? He's, he's getting there, see? Yeah. Getting better. Okay. I love that they're using Hogan's music under this, over this. I, I love the concept that he's super strong, but he doesn't know how to, like, handle his powers. Like It's, kinda, a, it's cool. Kind of like George from uh, of Mice and Men, right? Right, yeah. That's like what he's like. like, trying to teach him how to be- how to handle his power. But he's no Lenny. Hogan's not no. Lenny. I believe Jim's not as, like, he's not stupid. He's just, like, a clumsy. Goof. He's a goof. He's yeah. oafish. Yeah. Okay. Now I see he's showing him his form there. He's, he's really trying to help. Hulk Hogan. Are we gonna like? Is it gonna get be like comical? Like by the time he gets to the ring, he's be doing like figure fours and fucking like technical wrestling moves and shit. I'm not gonna spoil what happens, Quinn. It's gonna be funny, isn't I, it? I can't tell you because you let on a couple of weeks ago that you don't know what happens here. So because of that, I don't want to. I know they it. like team or some shit, but other than that, I just don't want to say because some things are best left yeah. a surprise. All right, so put that hat back on like the man that you are. Oh, no Hogan no hats no. in the gym, he says. Oh, wow. Why doesn't he make him believe Jim get workout clothes? Maybe Jim uh, feels most comfortable in the overalls. He works on Maybe. the farm in them or yeah. whatever, on Granny's tractor. You know, get like a muscle tee and, you know. I've never seen shit. him in a muscle tee. Maybe some gym shorts. Hillbilly gym shorts. Yeah. Thank you. Hillbilly gym shorts. Sorry. Uh, anyway, if you're joining us on YouTube for the first time and you're still watching, that's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. So thank you very much. You're watching Hillbilly Jim work out while the two, Eye of the Tiger. While two guys from New Jersey in their mid-30s talk about it. I mean, yeah. really, thank you. <laughs> Is there a karate man behind them? I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I think I just saw that. Who's that guy? Is that like Duggan for a second. Is that what's-his-face? I forget the guy's name. It looks like a wrestler in the future who's like a jobber. Yeah, it's um AJ Petruzzi. Wait. Isn't it? Is that what's his head from Monster Factory and then he dropped him off? Well, who am I thinking of? That is Bill, not Bob Bradley. Bill Bradley. No. But I, he, he always changes his hair and I, facial I, hair, Joe. Isn't that it AJ Petruzzi? Uh, maybe. 
Doesn't Ho is Hogan wearing a pink? Yeah. It's like a it's like a faded red. Okay. Isn't that pink? I don't know if it's, a, if it's a pink or not. He's hitting him better, Quinn. You see that? Oh yeah, he stunk at first. Oh god. Much better. It's ironic that a guy who lives in wrestling boots, like works in them, like doesn't know how to wrestle. Well, you're right. Hogan you're not said ready. He's not ready. You know, you got a long way to go with the weight lifting. Yep. I know you're almost ready. You're still the one coordinated. We I think we're at like 20, 30 percent. That's all. Yeah, but it's only, all. it's only week two, Joey. He made some progress. That's it. So maybe thirty like percent a week. Three, four more weeks, and yeah. we're gonna be there. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Just because you beat a bear in the circus, how how would you beat a wrestler? I mean, these guys know all the moves. Why I'm doing this like I did that bear? Okay, picking up. Maybe just AJ overpower Petruzzi. them. Yeah. <laughs> bear hug. See, he's super strong. You like that? I, 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 I like that. I like touch. it. Yeah, that's a good touch. Quinn likes it. Yeah. The AJ Petruzzi's all hurt now. Is that who it is? I think it is, right? I guess it is. It doesn't matter, but still. This is true. No, it matters because Christian Ouellette is going to correct us. Yeah. He likes correcting us. Okay, not ready to wrestle. Not ready to weightlift. Come more weeks, see? By my calculations, it'll be three more weeks. That by, yeah. by the progress I see here after week one. Minimum of two weeks, maybe three. Yeah. Because they usually do four or five week like cycles. I said, he's at like 25, 30% or some shit. Okay, whoa. Good lord. Good what is that lighting? Good footage. <laughs> More clear. It is. Troy, New York. Come on in. Who? Rowdy, Roddy, oh, Piper. Piper. Oh, I see. I see you have your bodyguard. Hey. I love my bodyguard. Jimmy Don't talk. Don't talk. And you try. Face looks fat. He is. Figure things out. You try, and I look, and I look at Snooker, and I look at him in films, Still and I see about his that shit? broken. I thought he was so. moving on the Hulk. I look at him They're not talking about Tonga Kid. That's where the feud was going to go. In the you know that. He and hit him first with the coconut. I know. This out. And the next film, I look at Snooker, and he's standing on the top turnbuckle like nothing hit him. Like I hit him with a Mack truck, and this guy's getting up, and what they uh -oh, do Uh-oh, so he's getting concerned. What they're going to do is pit these two men together in the same That's Ace. Like yeah, that's we're Ace over there. there and shake hands and have a he's got sunglasses match. now, you notice. It's good. Uh, you see what I figured out is I have too much pride to quit. Because I'm a real man. Snooker doesn't quit because he's stupid. Well. Now when you have two men in the same place <laughs> that are fighting each other and no one will quit, what is going Maybe to Maybe Ace could be on Blackjack's barbecue. <laughs> we'll see who's a real cowboy then. I love Blackjack's barbecue now. It's good. It's, so it's very, very good. <laughs> it's a good competing show. The surprise, but, like, good. Yeah. Because a man Whoa. Whoa. Got to do what a man has got to do. Why is he hurting and himself with a wire hanger? Yeah. That's it, baby. <laughs> That's it, baby. To be fair, he's spitting up. This is the. I like the. We didn't. It's the. We didn't start the fire, but it sort of it's sounds like. in the dark, Quinn. Yeah, yes, we're dancing in the dark. Sorry. Can't start a fire. Not we didn't. You can't. That means they're coming out because yeah. uh, RT Reynolds. Yeah. And Corporal Kirshner's there. Yep. I can't see the other person. Executioner or some shit. <laughs> it's some bullshit. Yeah. Mr. X. 
It's one of the dumb mask people. I think it's Mr. Is it the mask guy who wears a mask over his mask? No. It's Mr. X. Dan Davis, folks. I believe that's actually the Danny Davis version. Oh, really? It looks like him. I like that we had the discourse about this song. It was Jason Ward, I think. Yeah, I'm surprised that more people didn't know that weird fact. They made a big fucking deal about it in, like, I Love the 80s or some shit once. Like... Those fucking uh, shows with all those talking heads that are like D-list celebrities, yeah. it's so fucking I funny. I love those shows. No, I do too, I do too, but it's so funny. But I also like the, the Tom Hanks produced, like, the 60s, the, the CNN ones, I yeah, like those CNN. better. Those are like the more serious, but they also have like fun episodes, like the TV ones. The and TV shit. ones are always good, yeah. yeah. All right, Rotundo will win them here against R.T. Reynolds and Mr. X. I like when they when when they got to the 90s, they made a whole episode about tech because it was more yeah. like, which they had never done in any of these because like they needed to cover like like phones and computers yeah. and shit. Yeah. They even did that for the 80s one too, actually. I didn't, it's not just the 90s. They did the 80s one also. Yeah, because they were like, oh, and they invented DOS and shit. Like, well, they did. Yeah. Uh, Quinn, you do not like Rotundo and Wyndham? Um, they haven't done anything to make me see them as good yet. I do like that the Iron Sheik has a big problem with uh, Mike Rotundo specifically. I guess they're fighting. You don't like him. In Boston, they're yeah. fighting. So Mr. Like, he doesn't like his wrestling coach or whatever. I guess not. I guess it explains why we haven't seen uh, Dan Davis mm -hmm. refereeing much. He's probably doing shows he's, as Mr. X. He's Xing it. He's Xing himself out of the, the original Degeneration X, Danny Davis. Yeah, why was it Mr. X in DX? That would have been a great callback. Yeah, they should. I mean, mm -hmm. Danny Davis was definitely around. Yeah, I know. Yeah. My favorite sign. Wow, Dan Davis. If that's Danny Davis, he's in pretty good fucking shape out there. That's Did why you, you notice that? That's why he always wore long sleeve shirts. Huh. And they say to hide his tattoos also, which probably, but they're very faint. You can't even, you can't even see him half I the time. I just noticed that. He's, he's, he don't look shitty. No. Yeah. Um, I mean, if remember when he was a wrestler in 87, 88? He wore the bodysuit. Yeah, but that's also, again, they're trying to make him look crappy. Exactly. Yeah. Because he's hiding supposed, it. He's supposed to just be a lowly referee, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? You can't be in shape. Uh, our referee here, by the way, Jack Lowitz. Jack Lotz. How was Danny Davis like? I wonder how many years he wrestled and refed. That I don't know the answer to. Look at this. He's not even like. He looks like a real fucking wrestler. What the hell? He does. You can tell by watching the way he moves that it's Danny Davis, though, can't you? He's wrestling just like dangerous Danny Davis. The walk and everything. Yeah. You can tell. It's there. And the height. Mike Rotundo in now. Man, are you sure this is Danny Davis? Because holy shit. I'm almost... Yeah, it's that's him. I saw the tat. Hmm. He's... Like, once 85 hits, he's always Mr. X. It's always him. Hmm. Weird. There was like a whole debate once on Twitter, and like Richard had to get involved and ask Danny Davis himself. Oh, they got Danny himself involved. Yeah, it's, I was going to say, what are they going to do? Zapruder films or some yeah, shit? Him, like, kind of. Yeah. Kind of. Like trying to analyze it. It was a couple of years ago. Anyway, uh, Rotendo with a close, I mean, a window with a clothesline. RT Reynolds broke up the pin. Wait, did but it miss? Why does it look. I, I don't like when they do this confusing shit where it looks like the match ended. I know. Okay, Rotendo. Is this the one in the Coliseum video intro? Oh, I like that. RT Reynolds walked right into it. That's a good ending there. That'll do it, right? Yeah. He basically broke it up, did Reynolds, but... Bad. What a haphazard team that was, huh? Reynolds, wrap it up. Yeah. X that one out. Rotundo and Wyndham Victorious. The crowd likes him, Quinn. It's probably because of their very patriotic theme song. That's definitely a patriotic song. 
They didn't do anything to like warrant this. They've been on a hot winning streak. Hot when they've beaten all jobbers. They didn't fight anybody for real yet. Hey, you gotta start somewhere. They were born in the USA, damn it. Syracuse so and Sweetwater. Like, well, you don't have so music. So are you. How do you know? We were all born in the USA. All of us. Not everyone watching. You and me, everyone in this room. Everyone in the room was. was born you in the and, USA. And Mac over there. How about the. Yeah, Mac. Hey, Mac. Um, so I don't see what's so special about them. How's he doing? He's talking to Mac. Yeah, it's fine. Um, how are the kids? He's giving the awesome. thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Mac's our, uh, our producer. Yeah, he works back Definitely. There. Oh, Piper's pit time. Okay. Everybody's just so oh, okay. the tag champs are on here. Donna and Murdoch. I think they said this last week that I they would be they on. I think they did, yeah. It. And, we, and we were like, oh, it's going to stink because heels. But you can't talk. Jason Ward. Andrew Rogers. Wait, Rotunda and them are here. Are they going to interrupt this shit? Maybe. Chris Orlando. And I'm looking at this teepee, and it's got Briscoes over top of it, a real classy place. I'm saying to myself, how can the Briscoes possibly have beaten the world's heavyweight That's AIDS, by the way. Right on national television. You know that? That's AIDS. Oh, yeah, it's it him. don't make no sense to me. They didn't beat us. We were sick. We had the flu the last time <laughs> we were here, the last time we wrestled the Briscoes. People are, like, laughing <laughs> yeah. and booing. Not to show up, right, Adrian? The doctors told us and advised us not to wrestle. I thought They I both had the flu. There was a double. <laughs> Double pneumonia because they had the, the ring at the same time. I had the Taiwan flu. I was sick to death. 104 fever I got out of bed to show what I'm made of. His hair stinks. Yeah. Like John Belushi or something with that hair. What is this? Adrian's got a way of just looking shitty all the time. He's great at it. Yeah. But with people like the Briscoes, they're coming up and they're saying they deserve a title shot at you now. They're like old men. Well, you know, it seems it's that true. Jerry Briscoe, the last of the Akawis, think they're big stuff. Cry to the promoters, do they? They want a title shot. Wine there? What is that? <laughs> yeah. Isn't it? Frankie Williams. Rivera. Frankie Williams. Rivera. He wants to get Frankie Williams and Rivera a shot. Frankie Williams has been gone for like a year. Well, they're saying they're the number one contenders. When does he give Piper the coat or whatever? Like, Not for a long time, oh Quinn. Who do we got? Tito and Steve Lombardi? Is that who that is? Mm, I can't see in the top on the left. I think that's him. The coat's different. That's not the Lombardo coat. I hope it's not him. I don't like Tito's coat. Look how Tito has the little sombrero now on the coat. He does. You got it? Yeah. His opponent. He needs to figure out his coat game. He really does. That's yeah. not Lombardi. Oh, this guy. Paul Kelly. Yeah. We've seen him. Yeah. Looks like he's seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Vince, it's not his first appearance. Making his first appearance on yeah, the wrestling? 100% not. We've definitely seen him on this show before. We have. Did he change his name? No, Maybe? it was Paul Kelly. Gilberto Roman, the referee, go behind by Kelly. Go behind again by Tito. And a waistline take down by Kelly. Nice. Then head scissors by Tito. Kick up by Kelly. Well, is this going to be like a jobber has to pretend to be a wrestler so Tito can do his wrestling stuff? It could be one of those things where the jobber's actually... 
a good wrestler. You yeah. know how they have those sometimes. Like this guy, this Paul Kelly thinks one day he'll be yeah, like a Tito Santana, but he's not. Like he's not a weekend wrestler. Maybe he actually really wants to become one. Mm -hmm. You know, that happens too. Side so taken by Tito. Nice head scissor by Kelly. Both men up. What is this match? Why is it competitive? Is there Drop any like footage? Nice hip toss. Is there any, like, footage Body of, like, slam. very notable wrestlers being jobbers? Like, like for example, like, like... Mick Foley? I know Mick Foley, but I'm seeing guys a little Shane earlier, Douglas. like, Ric Flair, or, um... I don't know if there's footage of it. perhaps, as a jobber. Uh, like, when he was Sterling Golden, was he already pushed? I think he was, right, in Memphis, so probably not. Mm. Undertaker? Oh, is there Undertaker World jobber class? matches? Yeah, his first one against, uh... Bruiser Brody? Hmm. Texas Red, he was called, I think. That that would be almost an interesting side thing to collect, is, like, famous wrestlers as jobbers and their matches. Uh, Bret Hart? Well, he's not really a jobber in the WWF, though, right? He's not. He wins every match. He's not anything, but he's more of a Billy Gilbert role right now. Or Brian Blair. Yeah, not even. What do you mean, not even? They're not even treating him that level. Like... They aren't. He's won every time. They're just like, he's like, oh, he's an up-and-comer. Like, Brian Blair's supposed to, they, they they act more like he's a veteran or some shit, like on commentary. Yeah, they're very proud of Brian, but yeah. Brian Blair. Uh, who else? That's, I like Brian that. Blair's more at, like, the Tito level, if you will. Okay, I like that. Side headlock takedown by the Tito level. I like that actually, question, Actually, why did Quinn? they never do Brian Blair versus Tito in this time? Because they're, they're actually... That's yeah, why. I'm just saying, make... Brian Blair is so useless as a face because he has no opponents, right? Yeah, he's useless in, as a singles wrestler in the WWF Why not Greg well. Valentine versus Brian Blair, then? Yeah, he, he, Mr. Good. Wrestler, you always like say. Flair versus Blair, right? Yeah, Flair versus Blair. Irish whip by Tito. Head down. Backdrop on Kelly. That'll do it. Figure four coming up. He's got to set up for the flying jalapeno. No, he's using his new oh, finishing right, move. because he's mad at fake Flair or whatever. Yep, working the knee. More than Flair ever did. This is really part of Tito's Ric Flair feud, you see. Their matches together are very good. Yes. In 91. They are. They are. And figure four by Tito, who's adopted that because of Greg Valentine. Right. Who adopted it because of Ric Flair, exactly. according to Quinn. Yep. Who adopted it because of Buddy Rogers. Right. And stole his nickname, too. Yeah. It's all Just, real. Yeah, it's all real. Is Paul Kelly going to, like, give up anytime soon? <laughs> like, what are we doing here? Did he... Did he give up already? And what? Did he ring the bell? Gilberto, what are you doing? Why is he so, such a terrible referee? Is it over? He didn't even ring the fucking a bell. Horrible referee. Gorilla would be pissed right now. Yeah. Gorilla would yeah. be like, is the match still going? <laughs> I didn't hear a bell, your lordship. Uh, oh. Um, I like that, though. Famous wrestlers as jobbers. Yeah. Well, Kurt Angle was, briefly. But again, tryouts is different. Mr. Perfect as a jobber somewhere. Oh, we saw that already. Uh, yeah, here. Yeah, we saw that. There you go. There's some. That's one. Uh, King Kong Bundy was. Yeah. Early 80s. Jim Duggan was. I wonder if there's some, like, weird-ass footage of, like, Andre when he's a big lanky kid, like, somewhere. Oh, God, on like, what, 16 millimeter in, in France? <laughs> yeah, and he's, like, he's not even, like, being pushed as anything, so he just loses. I doubt Like, he's it. just a big... Because he's not even as big yet, because he's young, because that's the way that disease works or whatever. Andre Rusimov. Yeah. What 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 is this? Um, is Mr. Fuji going to grace us with his present? Hawaii, the magnificent Morocco yeah. Mr. Oh. Fuji. All the spirits in the valley New taping. Rejoicing. They know 
Why do they, they say Hawaii? This is definitely not. I don't know. It might be. The WWF. They know the, the snowfall and the That's Japanese-style buildings. Come and I don't know if you know this, but Hawaii might have Japanese influence in some of it. Hmm. It's Does possible. it actually have these, like, pagoda style? I think that's I don't what it is. know. Probably part hmm. of it. Weird. Oh, back. The reign of Hulkamania. I love that he's calling a Hogan. Is just he's, a been, he's really been actively way. like, I want to fight Hulk Hogan <laughs> yeah. when I get back. Fans, stay tuned. More exciting World Wrestling Federation action coming up in just a moment or two. By the way, back in the Boston Garden. Yeah. Here in town Saturday Some night, February happen. the 2nd. And what a card. Right out of the shoot, I've got to mention in a return about Texas tornado. Oh, that, that we know uh, yeah, about. We, we saw that already. I bet you the crowd's hot for that, though. Yeah. It's not televised yet, though. Boston wasn't televised. Oh, Rotundo and his. Why is he dressed like Adrian Adonis? Why is he getting an interview? Be nice. At least Barry Windham's there. Be nice. Why is he dressed like Adrian Adonis I don't know. a year ago? It looks like him. I know. You know, the Iron Sheik is from Iran. Yeah. And right here, you're looking at a boy born in the USA. This is my chance to show the people in Boston what the Americas has left in it. Boy, it wasn't more exciting before IRS, was it? No wonder they made him an accountant. Hi, yeah. Peter Costco. Iron Sheik, I know you've trained all your life. <sighs> But I'm going to show you what a boy in the born right here on the streets of Boston, on the streets of New York, in Chicago, it doesn't matter where you're from, you're born in the USA. And I'm going to show you what it's all about, U.S. style. All right, speaking of the Please USA, leave. you're going to dressed like Rocky. our fair country, Barry Wyndham. Is he an underdog or something? Russia, Nikolai Volkov. Gene, you know what happened here? Now, we showed these two boys exactly what we could do in a better situation. Yeah, because he and they talks both like a wrestler. Out of the ring and didn't want to come back. <laughs> so what we're gonna do? We're gonna take them on singly this time and just Why show everybody exactly like what we can do. They're already like splitting apart to fight their rivals. Shaking Volkov. They've been they've, they've been tag team for five minutes. Well, they got music, so now we're supposed to long time tag team or some shit. Yeah, exactly. In the good old USA, Mike Rotundo. They're really going for this USA stuff, huh? Ronald Reagan's America. We always talked about this. This is the time to do it, man. It worked. Next up, I think that's Steve Lombardo in there this time. Great. With a 15-minute time limit. Isn't? In the ring at this time, from San Benito, Texas. That's not. Weighing 200. And the red coat is that Steve Lombardo? No. Aldo Marino and oh. Jimmy Powers. Oh, Jim Powers is still trying to. <laughs> He's like, working it out. Still trying to make it. What he needs to do is go have ice cream with Bill Mercer. What about Paul Romas here? Yeah, but he Powers has. does leave for a while. He does. Good. Remember? Yeah. You ever have a banana split? Yeah, that whole shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, this is, they're going to fuck these guys up. <laughs> Studden, Patera, yeah. Bobby is in very serious management. I like him like that, too. Yeah, he's still wearing the suit. No windbreakers. Yet no, or no like glitter. That. Yeah. Not not often. Also, not the Bobby the Brain with the Cadillac and glitter coat or whatever. Right. That no. coat stinks I know. also. It does. Look at Stud. Grump. Mm -hmm. I don't blame them. They got to fight these losers. <laughs> <laughs> Much better quality now. Uh -huh. Stud, dud. I got... <laughs> Frelick. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're the dud. I really like... Um, I, I'm not ashamed to admit, I really like this run for Big John Studd so been far. Good. It's been really good. It's been better than his entire time he's been here. <laughs> like, the, as soon as he got Bobby the Brain, he was just, like, immediately better. It's not even joking. <laughs> like, he even talks and shit, and he doesn't sound like a doof. 
Remember that one where he was like being interviewed in a pizza place for like three weeks in a yeah, row? Yeah, they were like with a flannel. I I eat stuff. I don't like you, Andre I, the Giant. I'm big too, and fuck him. Like basically, <laughs> this, that's all it was. Like two years of the same feud. I can't believe it's still going. It doesn't wow, end. That's like an official Hulkamania sign. That's weird. Magazine, probably. No, it was like a big poster though. But much bigger than a magazine. Maybe no, I'm saying maybe you buy it in the magazine. Um, perhaps. Oh, they got it in the WF uh, catalog, not mag. Catalogy. <laughs> yeah. They don't have a catalog yet, do they? Merch. Patera and Power Star. Nice armor. Take them by Their the catalog youngster. Is probably like one page. It's just that shirt. It's a, it's, bunch it's of a shit. shirt. It's a, the hat yeah. and the poster. Yeah. Now Ken Patera, not liking him in this run. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I he's very he's like acceptable. Nah. Like he's not. He's also kind of supposed to be like the second fiddle to stud in this team. Yeah, I know. Well, he's like, oh, we know who he is, but he's backup. It's kind of like Ace, right? It's like he's not supposed to be taken lightly, but he's not like the he's not like the he's not the main focus, right? Exactly. John Stud is. He's just like a tough customer, right? If you will. Yeah, uh, McDonald's certainly yeah. thought so. Yeah. Anyway, studying now <laughs> punches to uh, Jimmy Powers. It never gets old. It, no, it doesn't. The McDonald's thing. It really doesn't. Anyway, stud with an Irish whip. Here comes Powers, and down goes Powers. Did they? Yeah, I forget when he comes back. Is there like a week or two where they still try to maintain that he's a heel, and no. then it just goes away, or is it right away? No, he's remember a face? in jail, he's like, and it's Bobby Heenan's fault, or whatever uh, it is. I didn't know if that was like a couple weeks later no, or something. No. I didn't know if there was like, you know, like a month interlude. No. At remember, all. Gene visits him in his overcoat or in his trench coat. Yeah, but he's Inspector showing Gene. what it was like in jail in that promo. No, he's, he's not in jail. He isn't, though. Not in real life, but in kayfabe, he's in jail still. But I thought the whole thing is he's giving a tour of the cell, he's like, this is it. where I was Gene for meets three years he, or whatever. When he gets released, remember? And he's in his undercover coat, and he's like, oh, Ken Petira, yeah. you're out of the Sleemer, or yeah. whatever, the city <laughs> sneezer, whatever he calls it. And um, <laughs> no. How long did he go to prison for in reality? Like, only, like, six, eight months? Sixteen something? months or something? Oh, it was 16. over a year. Holy yeah, shit. Something okay. like that. I mean... I mean, you they don't, don't throw like it when you do that. The cops, they or don't whatever like the that. Fuck happened in buttfuck Wisconsin. No yeah. offense to anyone from Cheeseland. I'm just saying. Suplex I mean, by Patera. That sounds like it was a real brouhaha. You know, a lot of brews, not too many hahas, though. Yeah. In the words of Steve Allen. Why does that story always sound like the classic, like, "Wow, this guy's so fucking strong, we can't get him under control" kind of situation? Because that's what it was. Quinn, yeah. and also drugs. Yeah, drugs. Yeah, they help with that. Mm -hmm. I've heard. Anyway, Marino went down. The, the squad to take him down. He's like fucking King thing. Kong or some shit. He was, yeah, no, yeah. it's bad. And and uh, Mr. Saito also. We don't want to mess with him. He knows God, karate. God no. Oh. Uh, by the way, this is um completely unrelated, but just as an acknowledgement, because I am a baseball fan and a broadcasting fan. Oh, I, and yeah, an I announcing heard about connoisseur. this. Uh, Vin Scully passed away last week mm -hmm. as of press time. You know, it'll yeah. be a week. And uh, Had he been retired for a yeah. couple months or something? At the uh, very more least? than that, a couple of years, I think, right? I forget when his last when game was. When was his last season? I don't remember. I'm I not feel a like Dodgers it was only like at most a year or two ago. A couple, maybe. Yeah. I really don't remember, but it wasn't long. But Vin Scully endured. I mean, if you're not familiar with baseball, this guy started announcing shit during the Red Barber days, for crying out loud. I mean, we're going way back. 
Uh, one of the last of the, like, you just do this for life, guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, one of the last. Yeah. John Sterling being well, I guess up we can't, there with I one can't, of the last. I guess we can't say that because we don't know. Maybe Michael K. will do the Yankees fucking until he, he's 93 or whenever Vince Scully is. The Michael Cole of baseball. He's Michael very K. Michael Cole. I, know. I don't like him. Although I heard some... I didn't watch Raw. I don't watch Carl Weissman, but I heard a lot of good feedback about Michael Cole and Pat McAfee now that uh, Big Vince has been retired. Hang on. That Big Vince is gone. They were a lot more free and all the promos on Raw last week were more free. Less this scripted. is what I've heard. Yeah. I don't know and I don't care. I heard but, they're bringing uh, back the Sasha Banks. We give you thanks. I heard that, yeah. yeah. I like her. Uh, stud in here with Marina. This is still going, by the way. Yeah. But uh, Vince Scully, I uh, have... going to end this now? Yeah. You know me, Quinn. I watch old baseball games sometimes, right? Yeah, but you don't watch too much Vince Scully. Well, no, I don't, but... And here comes the full Nelson by Patera. They're going to let Patera get the win, eh? Nice. Got the fingers locked. We'll give him a little going away party, I guess. Yeah. I mean, he's and only a couple weeks away from prison, right? No, more than that. You'll see. Uh, I want to make my point before we continue, but what I was trying to say about uh, Vince Scully is some of the games that I have in my playlist of old Yankee games mm-hmm. are the NBC Game of the Week. Where Vince Scully is on that shit? Vince Scully and Joe Garagiola. And, and <laughs> I don't know him. That's okay. You don't need to. And Vince Scully, this is mid-80s we're talking, f- phenomenal announcer, phenomenal broadcaster, and he really was really good. So a tip of the cap and a shout out to any Dodger fans or baseball fans and broadcasting fans uh, to Vince Scully. So, remember Holy Cow in the thing? With that, the, that would be Phil Rizzuto or <laughs> Harry Carey. But then when Phil Rizzuto, the little fucking thing, went in the the key thing, went in the fucking... Yeah, and it bust out at the very end. It's good. Like, at the end of the episode. I like that. Of Seinfeld. Yeah. Oh, look at Stud with the shruggy, like, yeah, yeah, I guess we won. He's got the underpants over his pants. They're called overpants, Quinn. Overpants, yes. (laughs) Giant John said, yeah, we get it. We've been saying that for like two years. Yeah, that's not new, Bobby. Get out of here with that shit. Cut it out. Does he have the cut fingers locked? It yeah, out. cut it out. Party, farty. Fans, Fans is tornado <laughs> thing and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Albany. RBI baseball, get on in here. He's going to be back in town in a big, Is Dave Thomas way. already doing commercials during the 85? No. No. When did no. that campaign start? 89. Uh, okay. That's when they introduced him into the can- Wendy's Cannon. Yeah. Oh, hi! Yeah. Hi, I own the place. We make it fresh. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Wendy, we like to eat a good hamburger. The best in the business. <laughs> Grill skills. Yeah. <laughs> One day we should live review that. Don't tempt me. Yeah. <laughs> if you want us to live review Girl Skills, just let us know. Most people don't even know what Girl Skills is. It's Wendy's like, training video. It's a Wendy's training video from the 90s. It's amazing. We'll do it. To meet the other clandestine spoiler, the big man, the spoiler. Clandestine. Really, with clandestine is the word of choice for the spoiler? He said it wrong. I know. Clandestine. Yeah. The man definitely... How good. long is this intro? <laughs> fucking get him in here. What are you doing? Probably waiting for someone. Other end of the world in Osaka, Japan. Ooh, Fuji? The samurai mm. warrior, Mr. Oh, Fuji. Is he wrestling? Will be Putsky's opponent. <gasps> what? Oh, that, sounds like a, is that sounds like a great match. Great second generation wrestler. Now the World Wrestling Federation here in the United States is yeah. signed with an open contract. 
and back on the mainland from Hawaii. <laughs> just open contract. That's it. That's how much they give a shit. Will be in oh, he's got an open contract. Could we? Yeah, he's waiting on someone. Andre the Giant. Oh, it's. And I haven't been able why'd to that get cut? I don't know. Or not, Bobby the we, uh, the hair. This is the first time we have seen Andre the Giant with a short hair. They had to move the camera up. Hey. Is going to be in Patera's corner or not? I can't get uh -oh. an answer from anybody. I hope he's going to be there. And I hope John Studd could be that there. That looks too. good. You'd like to I have like all it. three. Oh, Gene, you, you, you don't know what I've been through for the last two months. He had a haircut. Try to find him everywhere. I don't say what I've been no through after every haircut. Sure. Now, finally, I have to come. That I find Ken Patera going to be in Troy. Well, I put my name in the list. But well, he hasn't start. been in front of the camera for two months, and it's you can tell. Missing. Behind the bottle. Yeah. Andre, after what they did to you, the humiliation, the... Been in Georgia for two months, probably. <laughs> yeah. ...suffered at the hands of these three men. I'm surprised that we're even going to see Patera, let alone Heenan and you Stud. You won't. <laughs> Not for long. <clears throat> he doesn't know that time I was signing the contract. <laughs> I just put my name in the list when I saw his name, because... So I said, John Stud disappeared. Nobody know where he is. I will try to find him because believe me, after what he did. Yeah, me, I think he's drunk. I go to chest. You think? Guy. Is this he awake? This is this is a weird. He hey, sounds very I weird. Even for Andre, sounds hey. weird. Hey. Take your time. I get that. Hey. Feel. I don't know how long I'm going to take. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I promise you one thing. I don't like him. One thing. One thing. There it is. I go to. I'm going to kill him. Jane just Andre, quickly bloody in like, Oh, may I interject? You're going to say, I'm, I'll fuck him up. There's one thing about Andre <laughs> yes. Jean that I can tell you, and that is, he does not get mad. Andre gets even. And I'm going to say it again. I'm going to take my time. Coming up this Sounds like he's mad. Doesn't, yeah. Sounds like he doesn't know what the hell to do. Yeah. Show you the exclusive oh. footage from exclusive. Are, we, are we doing that finally? Of Cindy Lauper in the aftermath <laughs> of the yeah, they've waited like the whole day to talk, tell Hunk about this. We will at some time, I'm sure, be granted uh, the rights to show you. Uh, no way! They just said. Square Garden during, during the awards presentation. I can't. There's no way it's a right. It can't be a rights issue because this hasn't aired yet. Did he well, just I mean, wait, 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 Joe? Did he just try to pass off like? This whole episode, they've been like on the phone trying to get the rights. Like, well, I'm saying like, well, <laughs> while they're is, on the air. This is definitely, and maybe someone can correct me, but this is all, all these stand-ups, there's no post-production, you know what I mean? There's no studio for right. doing voiceovers. So this is all taped December 17th, 11 days before MSG. They don't even have it yet. He, well, as the time they're doing that, they don't. So this is clearly intentional. He's not like, oh, we were blocked because we don't have the but rights. But they promised us the fucking footage when we started. Like, they had it well, in the fucking bag. Well, he's a promoter. Of course he's, you know, lying. But what I mean is... I feel deceived, Joe. Yeah, me too. Hulk Hogan has demonstrated that well, apparently as Hillbilly Jim really on the right sort of trail in training and has apparently he? claims that in a couple of weeks like he'll unveil the Hillbilly. We're not really there. Well, I the, the Hillbilly's making some fantastic, fantastic progress and for him to be appearing, Hogan must feel that he's ready. Hogan. And next week, the Hulkster, in a non an appearance by yes, indeed, Hogan. Next week, okay. Is this the Incredible? It's still called that. Is this the Johnny Rods match? Also to oh, maybe the famous, week, yeah. you know the one. Might be the one. Be the likes of Brutus Beefcake, I don't want to see him. The Hulk's here, of course he's here. Okay, fine action? Good. I like him. Okay, what, dude, that sounds like a good lineup, actually. It does, it does. Fine. Pit. Is the he going to get into it, Hulk? They're in the same building. John Ooh, Stud and yeah. Mm -hmm. 
plus a that can't be good. Update. A little dicey. All of this and more a special update right as well, he said. Well, he's not well, promising the MSG footage, though. You notice that? Just vaguely update. Yeah. Oh, 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 more we'll fucking action. We'll ring in just a moment or two for more exciting fucking action. I love that. Yeah. What do we got? <gasps> oh, Hogan and Hillbilly on the barbecue. Anytime we have barbecue, I'm very happy. Me too. And very rarely, we got a special one tonight. We got the big guy. We got the one himself. World's heavyweight champion. The okay. only champion. Hulk Hogan. Hell yeah. <laughs> Now Hulk's wearing jeans. Everyone's wearing jeans here. Through my career, I've wrestled them all. Kanitsky, I mean, all the way, every champion. Been around for fucking ever. You're the ultimate champion of all time. The new Buddy Rogers over here. I love it. Thank you very much, Blackjack. And one thing I want to say, the reason I'm out here is to introduce my new man to you. This is Big Hillbilly Jim, brother. You know something? Hi! Jim, let me tell you something. I got a little chew. You chew tobacco? I sure do. But I'll share some of my finest here with you. Is Blackjack like kneeling so he doesn't look bigger than Hillbilly Jim? Yeah. I think so. Big man. He's very big man. Well, tell me, well, what's the hookster head you doing here? I mean, head you working out? Let me tell you something, Blackjack. You know, just like the first time I saw you, man, I was astonished how big you were. And when I saw this wrestling fan here, one of the greatest wrestling fans in the world, I was shocked when I saw the dude at ringside. The Billy Jim's tape collection. Also, he stepped in the ring and helped me with Bobby the Brain when they were trying to cut my locks. Hookster, let me ask you this. Look, he's wearing a muscle tee under the overalls. He's learning, Joe. I told you. Have you really wrestled a bear? Is that true? Yes, sir. A time or two. Time or two, you know something. Out get in the on field, in, here, you know, in the mountains. Jim, and just like he's at home chewing that tobacco. There's something really likable about Hillbilly Jim, isn't there? I, I like him. There, yeah. It was just like down on the. Wait, he's chewing tobacco in front of Hulk. He can't be happy about that shit. It's true. This man. And as far as the bear goes, he showed me the photo album, and he had a big old bear hug on that bear, and the grizzly bear. Why it's called a bear hug? Yeah. Well, all right. Let me tell you something. No, it's because a bear does it to you. I thought. Now you do it to the bear. Are you sure? I'm just speculating, but. If anyone knows, let us please let us know. Actually, Look at the dance there because he's he's right at home here in the in the barbecue. That's true. Yeah, look at Hogan all happy about it, and that's, and that's it. it. Okay, well, okay. this was um a fun it was upgrade. Like a, it was a medium episode. Medium, you'd say? Yeah, it was, it was pretty good. I'd say it was an upgrade from last week. Yeah, right? that's true. Wouldn't you? I think it was better than last week. Last week wasn't bad either. Wasn't though. bad. Yeah, but you know what? Again, you know we're we're in January of '85. We all know. The elephant in the room mm-hmm. is WrestleMania, and I'm when very. When are going to really start talking about it? I don't know. That's the thing. I really didn't don't. We see I don't something know something about it. No, no, we didn't. No, no, mm-hmm. no. And that's what we're really here to do. Is let's see how the, how we get here now. Mm-hmm. We've seen some of the seeds planted. Let's see the garden get watered, if you will. They're very close at Madison this point. Square Garden. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're very close. We have an MTV special coming up in February. We haven't even heard boo about that yet. I mean, they're still getting over that shit that happened in December. They don't have the rights to it, apparently. Yeah, still, we can't get the we can't get the footage. <laughs> uh, but we thank you guys for being with us here on the 1985 Canon, and those of you on the audio for episode 282 of our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. Just a couple of quick reminders, and then we're out of here. If you want the extra stuff, it is uh, available at Patreon.com/slash OVP Podcast. The Monday Night Raw Canon, that's the 1993 version of the same exact mm-hmm. thing. And a review of every WWF pay-per-view from WrestleMania 1 to SummerSlam 95. Wow. Listen, it's five bucks for the highest. Five like for the highest, right? It's, it's, it's like uh, less than a cup of coffee It's like these a coffee days. or two, right? Yeah. If you can spare the cash and you want to try it out, give it a shot for the rest of August. you got got uh, several weeks. If you need it for free, let me know. 
I'll spot you the $5. I'll, let me know on Twitter at OVP Podcast. Email us or join the group and let me know there. But one way or another, we want to thank you all for being with us, whether on the audio or the video. Be sure to subscribe on both our podcast and our YouTube channel. One way or another, we're coming back next week for another round of the 1985 canon and episode 283. Until that time, Joe Murata, Michael Quinn, and we are out of here. See ya. I'm going to ask uh, you, lady, brother. I think it's enough, it's enough. Let me ask something. Hey, wait a minute. Isn't she a very attractive lady? Yeah, probably for you and Mary Chase she is because you are perishing this too. Please hold this one. I have something to say to that Boston Persian people, intelligent people. Salam alaikum. Khatmatay hamen shuma arzue. Muafakat kardana mikonam. I heard... Max Rotondo, then the University, Syracuse, right? Yes, the uh, Syracuse University. Exactly. But remember, Mr. Rotondo, one thing you didn't have it, and that was that Iranian coach. Because American coach, they didn't know nothing to help you. Now... I'm asking you, intelligent American man, you tell that Boston, Massachusetts people where I come from and what is my background is. Well, tell I, to that. I'll people. be more than happy, and especially this is the home of Harvard University. Exactly. And many other universities. One of the greatest from the Middle East of all time, from Tehran, Iran, a standout in the Pan Am Games, also in the 1968 Olympics in Mexico City. And I believe there's another tournament in Turkey, you... How about the world? How about Yes. Champ with belts! How about that? Tell it, tell it. And also oh. a former World Wrestling Federation heavyweight champion. You punk! You want to make sure that reputation come wrestling with the chic? After you done with me, your mama not gonna recognize you, your neighbor not gonna recognize you, and after that, I'm gonna speak your Saturday, February the 2nd, Boston Garden.